welcome to Raising a Healthy Family. I'm your host, Natalie K. Schwartz. In today's episode, I am going to be diving in to how to get your skeptical spouse on board to eating more plant food. This is something that I hear from you ladies all the time, so I wanted to share my tips and my tricks with you on ways to have more open communication, to meet each other in the middle, and find a way that works for you and your specific relationship to getting your spouse on board with eating more plant-based. So let's dive right into it. Okay, so this topic gets me excited. It gets me fired up. It makes me laugh a little bit. Um, I did interview my husband on episode number four on his take on eating a plant-based diet. So if you want to head and back and listen to that, go for it. Um, And then also, I just wanted to say this episode, I put together five plant-based recipes that your kids and your spouse will devour. You can go to nataliekschwartz.com forward slash devour and get those and your husband will or wife or whatever will freak. Um, anyways. Okay. So here we go. You guys, I hear this so much. I want to eat plant-based or I want to start incorporating more plant-based dishes into our routine, but there's no way my meat-loving spouse or partner is going to get on board with this. And I feel for you because that sucks. I hate it when in a relationship, we can't see eye to eye, right? There's nothing more frustrating than that when you're feeling like you have to convince or trick or manipulate the other person to do something, especially if it's healthy for you. Um, So here we go. First thing is having open communication, I think is so important. Don't try and be sneaky about this or don't be, um, how do I say this nicely? Like, don't be so hard headed that it's like an all or nothing thing. Because I think for a lot of times for guys in particular, it can be a very, sometimes, and I probably know I'm going to get flack for saying this, but I don't care. Like they feel like it's emasculating in a way to like take meat off of their plate or that's like how they identify. And this is not all men. So don't at me with this, but it's something that there's like an identification with being manly with that. And that's fine. That's totally fine. But I think the biggest thing is open communication and just slowly easing into the subject of, hey, I want to start adding more plant foods into our diet or into our routine. I'm not going to eliminate meat. I'm not going to take it away. I'm just going to add in. And that's the first thing I tell couples this I have done in my own life is the add-in method. Crowd the plate with plant foods. So you can have more leafy greens, non-starchy vegetables, quinoa, brown rice. Um, You can, you know, add that stuff in. So then the stuff on the plate, you're trying to decrease the amount that's consumed. Sort of those portions sort of get smaller over time. Um, there's nothing wrong with eating meat if that is what you choose to do. If we're eating a ton of it in huge amounts all the time, well, ask a cardiologist their opinion on that. We don't have to get into that here today, but I mean, you can put two and two together. So open communication, 
adding into the plate and just crowding the plate with really, really yummy plant-focused foods is a great way to start to introduce it. And you know what? When you're eating plant food, it is full of fiber and fiber makes you feel fuller faster. So chances are they're not going to finish everything on the plate or they won't be feeling hungry after the meal. And like for my husband, his biggest thing is like, I don't care what you feed me or what we eat. Like I just want to feel full afterwards. And so I I do that, you know, I mean, we have, you know, our plant-based dinners and all the things. So Do not also make the opener of this conversation about restrictions. Instead, when you are talking to your spouse about eating a more plant-focused diet, talk about all of the things that you can have and all of the things you would love to experiment with and add in to what you're already eating. Let's not focus on restrictions or taking things away because that immediately puts walls up and that's no, that's uncomfortable, that's change. I don't want to do that. So do not make restrictions an opener. Also, a great one is to find a plant-focused recipe and plan to cook it together. You know, that's like a great bonding experience. It's a great time to find something that you're both going to want to eat and make it together. So that is an option as well. I know that this works beautifully if you have kids and you want to get the kids involved in this process too, because like I said, kids who are involved in the kitchen are more likely to try the food that they helped make. Um, Also... I think that there is this beautiful place in life, in any relationship, where you come to a middle ground. And this is for the spouses who are like, hell to the no, I have no interest in eating salads all day. I need protein. I like the way that I eat. And um, I think it's coming to a middle ground. So find what is going to work for your individual relationship and the way that you guys grocery shop or the way that you cook um, and and come to some sort of middle agreements there. Because eating a plant-based or a plant-focused diet should never feel like a job. It shouldn't feel like a diet. It shouldn't feel like something you have to do but you don't want to do. It's something that is the key to longevity of life. It gives you energy. It helps you sleep better. You have better sex. You have, uh, you know, your better circulation through the blood and your body. It helps reduce things like obesity and hypertension and heart attack and all of those things that we are plagued by as Americans. Eating a plant-focused diet is the medicine for that. So come to a middle ground, do what you can, um, and then also take it slow. Maybe you get one meatless Monday on the calendar for each Monday for one month. That's just one meal a week for a month. And this is where you can plan to cook that meal together or agree on what you're going to eat. And it's like, hey, let's try this. Because I think that once you can do one meal for a month, then you can go and add from there. Going all in, like balls to the wall, this is it, or nothing, 
scares a lot of people. It makes people feel like, "Mm, this is too much. Like, this is not going to work for me. So taking it slow, one meal at a time, this is a slow and steady race. This is your life. This is your health. So don't try and force everything to happen at once. And then the last thing that I wanted to touch on um, was to take recipes of foods he loves or she loves and healthify them. For example, if you go to nataliekschwartz.com forward slash devour and download those five recipes, there is a recipe in there for barbecue jackfruit sliders And it is so freaking good. And so, I mean, like my mouth is watering thinking about it. So like, for example, if he loves sliders, find a plant-based recipe that you can make that would be similar to what he loves or she loves. If your partner really loves pizza, make a homemade pizza together. You you don't have to like get crazy and like make the dough, buy pre-made dough but add a ton of veggies on there. And maybe you do half the pizza with meat and then half veggie, you know, or come to some sort of compromise. This is where you get to meet in the middle. And it's the small, consistent wins that you have with your partner. It does not have to look like all or nothing. So just keep that in mind. Um, But I do find that taking recipes or foods that your partner already loves and then finding or making them into some sort of a plant-focused version is a great way to get them to try it, to get them excited about it. And a lot of times, I think we think too much about this, but a lot of times they don't even notice the real difference. And I give this advice to moms with kids, but no offense to any spouses out there, but sometimes they're also like having, they're like your other child. Um, So if you are making quesadilla or you're making enchiladas, maybe you do half the regular conventional dairy cheese and half of a plant-based cheese to sprinkle on top of the enchiladas until you can slowly whittle that down to a more plant-focused option. Um, And a lot of times they don't even notice. So, Hey mama, have you been thinking, gosh, I really want to eat more plant-based, but I have no idea where to start. I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what to shop. I don't think my kids would get on board. My spouse isn't going to be into this. Stop. I have got you covered. I have created an easy online course called Feeding Your Family Plant-Based 101, a beginner's guide to cooking and eating more plants. You can work through this course at your own pace, but it is going to walk you through step-by-step my signature way of how I help families transition to eating a more plant-focused diet. I walk you through how to shop, how to cook, how to get picky eaters on board, how to get a skeptical spouse on board, how to create the perfectly nutritionally balanced plate every time. You guys, this course is made just for you. Check it out. Link description below in the show notes of this episode, or you can head to nataliekschwartz.com forward slash plant-based. Those are little tips and tricks that you can use to get your spouse more on board with eating a plant-focused diet. And at the end of the day, 
what I said in the very beginning about open communication, I think is key because in any relationship, you want to feel seen, you want to feel heard, you want to feel like your partner understands where you're coming from and what's important to you. And I know this sounds like we're like doing a mini therapy session, but for so many people, food is a very emotional experience. We tie joy, we tie stress, we tie anger, we tie anxiety, we tie happiness to food. The food choices we make are sometimes a direct reflection of how we're feeling. And it's a very intimate experience when we are eating. And for a lot of people, they're unaware of that. And subconsciously, it is triggering for them when something goes awry with their food choices that bring them comfort. So keeping that in mind, you got to ease these partners into it. But um, I hope that those little tips that I shared with you give you some ideas for you to sort of run with, open the conversation. And, you know, always at the end of the day, (laughs) just remember, you can add to the plate. Do not take away from the plate because that is going to sound the alarm bells. You've totally got this. And I know that this is a fun experience that can be relationship building and can get things going in the kitchen and (laughs) maybe another room in the house. Who knows? But I hope these tips were helpful. I will see you next time. Have a great day.